Blessings to Israel presents Discerning the Times, a program committed to encouraging you to view current events through the lens of the Bible. Now, in honor of the one and only true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, please join us for today's program. Free speech is meaningless unless you allow people uh, you don't like to say things you don't like. Otherwise, it's irrelevant. Um, and if at the point at which you lose uh, free speech, uh, it doesn't come back. Welcome to Discerning the Times. My name is Brian Thomas, alongside my co-host, Dr. Bruce Logan, who I will bring in shortly. And today we're going to look at the attack on free speech that we see going on throughout our nation. And really what it boils down to is it is an attack from Satan. And so we are going to look at the deception that Satan is trying to bring upon our society. But before we do that, as I always do, I want to remind you that your eternal state is far more important than your current state. If you have never received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I encourage you to do so today, because otherwise your eternity will be spent in the lake of fire separated from Almighty God. So if you've never received him, will you accept the free gift of Jesus Christ and come to him on today? All right. So I'm going to bring in now my co-host, Dr. Bruce Logan. And Doc, there's a lot of things going on today. We always talk about in this program as we discern the times. And we know free speech is one of those things that is being attacked. And that opening clip was from an interview of Elon Musk being interviewed by BBC reporter James Clayton. And so we're going to to listen to more of their conversation throughout today's program to complement our discussion and uh, to get us started. But how, how are you doing today? Doing good and uh, really looking forward to today's show. And, and again, it's always a blessing to be able to be on with you and to be able to share with our listening audience. So looking forward to today's program. Yeah, it's always good for us to to get at, get together and open up these mics and, and talk about these truths that that God has presented us with. I want to share before we dive deeper into the discussion in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, the apostles, when they were talking with Jesus and they they asked him questions about the end of the age and his second coming. And here's the response that Jesus gave in verses one through four. He stated, then Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. So, Doc, that's what we want to really focus on today is taking heed that no one deceives you, because that is what Jesus gave in talking about what would be the signs of his coming in the end of the age. The first thing out of his mouth was deception. So so we're going to talk about that today. And we both know there's no shortage of deception that is going on in our society right now. So look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example and you can't name one. Right. And as, as I already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, then how let, would you know? Let, that I don't you, think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content and then couldn't name a single example. Right, and as I said, I that's absurd. I haven't, I haven't actually looked at that feed. I then would how would you know this hateful content? Because I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We have, we only have a certain amount. 
<laughs> I'll tell you, Doc. Uh, I mean, this oh, stuff wow. is just hilarious. This guy is, is obviously lying. It's, it's so obvious. And, and Elon Musk is exposing that because he's claiming that there's this rise in hate speech, but yet he can't give an example. And what he really knows deep inside is it's not hate speech. It's simply people that have a different opinion than, than what he has, his leftist worldview. And I, I just think about, like you were saying before that clip, that there are truths that the Bible speaks of, but the world tries to redefine them and call God's truth hate speech because people today, they just disregard facts. We, we've seen it time and time again when there is a, an incident between a white police officer and a black man. What do people do? They rush to judgment in the media. They are quick to put it on the headlines. White police officer shoots unarmed black man. And they, they fail to report, well, in, in most of these cases, you come to find out, well, the, the black person was committing a crime and resisting arrest, but they don't, they don't put the facts in there. And, and that's what Satan does. Satan is one who is against the truth. When we look at what the scripture says, as you talked about genders, the Bible is very clear about that. The Bible is very clear about marriage. The Bible is clear about things like abortion, but Satan twists the truth and causes people to say that it's hate speech. And, and that is how he's deceiving so many. Exactly. They call it hate speech. But what, what, it, what we need to realize is that this is nothing new for Satan. No. Uh, this has been his tactic from the very beginning when he originally deceived Eve in the garden. Mm-hmm. And if you recall that narrative in Genesis chapter three, basically in a nutshell, there was this back and forth that went on between the serpent and Eve in which the Satan uh, would say what God did not say, what Eve said, but God said, and this was, this was a back and forth. And, and it, eventually it came down to Eve having to make a decision. Do I believe what God said, or do I believe what the serpent said? And, of, and unfortunately for the human race, Eve chose to believe what the serpent said and chose to eat of the forbidden fruit. And of course, we now, as, as from every since, have been dealing with the consequences of that um, decision that Eve made. But that tactic from the enemy has been his ongoing tactic from that point until now, because he actually saw how successful it was. And this, fast forwarding to today's time, that tactic basically of saying what God said versus what man uh, or what the serpent is saying. Is, is the number one tactic that the enemy is using even today. But it's more impactful today, I feel, than it has previously simply because the world has not been given what God actually has said. Mm-hmm. The world has been giving, even when they've been get, giving the uh, or receiving the gospel, much of what has is called or being called the gospel is really not what God uh, or what Jesus preached or what the gospel really is. The gospel did not come or Jesus did not come in order to make sure everybody got a Cadillac or everybody was wealthy and had a million dollars. That's not the reason why he came. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but that is the prominent methodology or, or gospel that's being portrayed as the gospel in today's time. And that has no impact on combating the wiles of Satan in this particular culture. In fact, that actually accentuates because it distracts from what the enemy is really 
uh, doing in the culture. That's the reason why it's such a it's just a, a low amount of discernment among believers to things that are just so blatantly obvious to people like you and I. And yeah. so, yes, um, it, it that that tactic of deception is prominent. And let me just say this real quick. Because I recall in a previous episode that you and I did regarding worldview, and I just want to just mention a couple things uh, just to reiterate, is that all of us have a worldview, and we all basically have been conditioned or programmed from the time we were born. We were, we were conditioned to believe and think a certain way. You know, it goes all the way back to, you know, over time from our, you know, the the, the programming we receive growing up from our parents, from our teachers, from our friends, from the media, from the books we read, from the music we listen to, from the, the movies and TV shows that we watch and so on. And slowly over time, we have subtly, uh, those, those, that input over time, I should say, has contributed to our worldview, to programming our mental hard drive, so to speak. And oftentimes, our programming is so profound, has been so so set that when we hear something that's contrary to that programming, we tend to uh, just reject it just by default. And that was what we saw with this British uh, BBC reporter, that he has been so indoctrinated into the worldview of, of, of wokeness that when somebody comes along and challenged him to his face, he had no response. He had no answer. I mean, he could not even name one single solitary example of something that was a hateful tweet. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a, that was amazing to me to listen to. But it demonstrates just how he was been so programmed in wokeness that it just it just overtook him. He just doesn't even know how to respond. He, I, I'm, I'm, I would be willing to guess that he's actually never had an interviewee who actually challenged him to that point to, to make him think to the point where he had to like come up with an example of hate speech. And that was probably the first time he ever experienced that. And I would say that, you know, it really showed. And as I said earlier, this guy epitomizes what has, what has become or what has been identified as quote, the media. Uh, in our particular culture and the media compared to what it was when I was growing up is completely dead now. Yeah. I mean, it's almost non-existent or at the very least it's on life support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I pretty much watch the local news only for the sake of the weather report, because I know the rest of it is, it's all propaganda is, it's not just exactly. a reporting of facts. And, and to the exactly. point that you made about what's going on in churches today, Churches should be standing up, speaking the truth. We should be the salt and light of the world. That's what Jesus called the church to be. And I do believe there is a remnant that is the true church that is doing that. But the majority of the church out there today is not. They're staying silent or just going along with these matters. And I was listening to radio host Eric Metaxas talking about this recently. And he pointed out that churches that are speaking the truth right now, the ones that are really making a stand those churches are thriving. They are doing well and they're actually growing and they're making a, right. an, an impact. But he said the others, for the most part, it's, it's, there are a few exceptions, but for the most part, those who are not standing for truth, those churches are struggling to stay afloat. And, um, and it just shows that 
you stand if you stand for truth, if you stand for Jesus, then he is going to cause you to succeed. You know, he said that he's going to establish the church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And and that is very clear. Yeah. So let's look. You mentioned earlier about COVID. So they're going to wrap up this discussion in talking about the COVID misinformation. Of time. Um, well, wow. COVID misinformation. You changed, you changed the COVID misinformation. Has rules. BBC changed its COVID misinformation? The BBC does not set the rules on Twitter, so I'm asking you. No, I'm talking about the BBC's misinformation about COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm literally Has asking you about, you changed the labels, the COVID misinformation labels. They used to be a policy, and then it then disappeared. Why do that? Well, COVID is no longer an issue. Does the BBC hold itself at all responsible for misinformation regarding masking and side effects of vaccinations and not reporting on that at all? And what about the fact that the BBC was put under pressure by the British government to change its editorial policy? Are you aware of that? This is, a, this is not an interview about the BBC. Oh, so. you thought it wasn't? <laughs> and this, I see now why you've done Twitter Spaces. I am not a representative of the BBC's editorial policy. I want to make that clear. Let's talk about something else. You want I'm to talk about the BBC? All right, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about something else. You weren't expecting that. You know, the funny thing about this, Doc, is that Elon Musk is not a follower of Jesus Christ. But yet he is speaking more truth than most pastors are willing to do. And a lot of Christians today, he's he's standing up for for truth in this matter, or at least to say the right to have free speech. And and I just find that fascinating. And, and it's, it's one of those things that we have to remind ourselves that God has used pagans for his calls in the past. We saw it in the Bible with Cyrus. We saw it with Nebuchadnezzar. So God can use anyone. And I want to share John chapter eight, verses 31 and 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So I'm giving these scripture references just so you can see folks in our audience that is that's listening. The, the number of references to the truth and, the, and God is saying he is the truth and what his word is. And, and on the flip side, in contrast, Satan, who is the deceiver, who twists the truth and who tries to take away the truth. And that's what we see here going on in our nation is there is a suppression of the truth. People don't want to hear it. They want to do what they want to do. And again, if you speak truth, they say you're, you're being hateful and they try to shut you down. What's really mind boggling, because he mentioned about in that, in this previous clip about the quote, they called it quote unquote, the COVID-19 misinformation. Mm -hmm. And but then you have to ask yourself, what was and what was it misinformation? As it turns out, the things that people were getting banned for for two years, over two years, are now just kind of being swept under the rug now because it's being uh, because it's being realized that it was true the whole entire time. But the but people who try to um, perpetuate that truth were getting banned. I myself, as I mentioned earlier, am an example. Um, so, for an example, as it, as it pertains to the COVID-19, quote unquote, misinformation. So when 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 doctors or other people would um, advocate for uh, the administering of 
uh, COVID-19 treatments like ivermectin or this other treatment, it was called hydroxychloroquine. And another more popular one was called uh, monochloral antibody treatment. Uh, it was called by, it was, uh, the name of that treatment was called Regeneron. And, and the listeners can look that up if they would like. Now they, those are becoming, uh, you notice you don't hear any negative talk on the media. It's almost like those terms never existed. Um, and, 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 but it was, but before, if you put those out or, or if you mentioned those, you were getting banned, quote unquote, for misinformation. Uh, when you, if you, if you mentioned, uh, uh, talked about, for example, natural immunity, that was misinformation. If you mentioned that natural immunity was more potent and more impactful and effective against COVID-19 than the vaccine, you were getting banned unless you had some pre-existing promorbidities or pre-existing conditions that that uh, only, and, and get this, this was mind-boggling to me and how the media never picked this up. 99.7% of people that contracted um, COVID-19 survived. Only 0.3% of the people that fatalities of COVID-19, uh, only 0.3% people who contracted COVID-19 died. Mm-hmm. And that was really mind-boggling. So if you put out a fact that's now being corroborated by the by the CDC, as a matter of fact, prior to this, this was uh, considered misinformation. And now that it's become true, and, and it's the truth started to come out, now they just kind of cover it up, and they don't even talk about it. They, they don't even report on these these new newfound, which they weren't newfound uh, truths. They were there in existence and people were talking about them all along, what they were getting banned for. Mm-hmm. But, but, the, but the left was calling this hate speech or they were calling it misinformation. Mm-hmm. And when all along what they were accusing us for, they were the ones who were actually guilty of. Yeah. They and said you were really not being loving. Make, yeah. We were not being loving. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it was truly, truly, truly unbelievable. And just, but that that is the nature of the media that we're in. That's the nature of the mis- quote unquote misinformation. Uh, the, 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 another quick example is that when they were uh, an example on this um, on the COVID nineteen front, that when they were calculating all of those uh, mortality numbers, they were actually including and combining deaths from COVID in the same category on the same numbering system with deaths from COVID. And if you really stop to think about it, two totally different. So you could have, you could die of, which which was documented that it occurred. People were dying of stage three cancer and they were, they were autopsied and found they had tested positive for COVID. They were being listed as a COVID death. And if you reported that and tried to argue against that, you were getting banned because of quote unquote misinformation where you weren't the one putting out information, misinformation, the person who said that that individual who died of stage three stomach cancer died of COVID. They're the ones that were providing the misinformation. So basically if you, if a person who was perfectly normal had no pre-existing conditions and, and died, and, and contracted COVID and, you know, week or so, days or so later, they just, they died. That was like 0.11% of people uh, that fall under that category. 
but yet you were being labeled as hate speech or labeled as uh, provocateurs of misinformation. And it was the media who controlled the narrative. Remember, remember I said at the beginning, he who controls the narrative has the power. And those who controlled the narrative had control over basically the entire population. And, and unless you had discernment, then you were uh, uh, be deceived. That the only way that we can really have discernment in this day and time that we are now living in is if we are rooted and grounded in the word of God. And, and in particular, this topic that you and I kind of love, love to talk about, this idea or this topic of uh, the study of Bible or the emphasis in the study of Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because folks, what is happening is we're just this this is building up. This is leading up to what is going to happen. The Bible tells us that the ultimate lie is going to be that the Antichrist is God. And the Bible lets us know that the majority of the world is going to believe that lie. And you see already the climate is building towards that in which people are accepting things that that are obviously not true. The people that are always saying follow the science, follow the science. And yet then they turn around and say, well, there are many different genders. They're they're just conditioning people to follow a lie. And, and that is what is going to happen because people are placing feelings over truth. And you should never be guided by your feelings. Now, God gave us feelings and emotions for a reason, but they have their own place. They're not supposed to lead. Feelings and emotions are supposed to follow. But there are times when we have to deny our feelings. And Jesus said in the Bible, if you want to be a follower of him, he said, what? Deny yourself and take up the cross and follow him. But most people today don't want to deny themselves. Instead, they say, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And they deny the truths of God. But what should be eye opening for people in our nation is that censorship of truth. That is what you see in communism. And you see that coming to the forefront right now in our society. And I just want to close with Proverbs chapter 12, verse 17, which says he who speaks the truth declares righteousness, but a false witness deceit. So, you know, that is on full display in our society because you see the false witness that is throughout the land. And, and there are people that are embracing it as well. You know, their truth or is what is really a lie is this is flipping. And the Bible told us it would be this way that in the latter days, what would be called good is actually evil. And what is evil would be called good. So, Doc, any last thoughts before we close things out for this week? Yeah, real quick, I just want to piggyback on what you just said, because that's so true, that people are placing feelings over truth. And that is just, that that basically summarizes uh, this entire episode, if you really want my opinion about it, because people are placing their feelings over a critical thought process. They're placing their feelings over discernment, and which uh, subsequently is going to uh, eradicate truth, because their feelings or come from the from the natural uh, human sinful endemic nature, whereas truth comes from God's word. And I just want to say I had a, I have a, a couple quick scriptures that I just want to just quote here, just in order to kind of uh, close out this point. And that's Second uh, Corinthians four and four. And this just I can write that down. And maybe look it up later. But it says, and I won't I won't even quote the whole verse, but I'll just quote. It says, "In whom the God of this world." hath blinded the minds of them who believe not. Blinded the minds of them 
who believe not. And I believe that that's what we're seeing today. And, and another reason, uh, another verse is Second Corinthians 11 and 3, which also uh, kind of uh, summarizes what we've been talking about. It says, but I fear lest by any means as a serpent beguiled Eve, beguiled Eve uh, as we talked about earlier from the garden, uh, he beguiled Eve with his subtlety, because if you recall, uh, Genesis 3 said the serpent was the most subtle beast that the Lord God had made. It says, then it goes on to say, so the minds, so your mind should not be corrupted from the simplicity which is in Christ. And then finally, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5, and you can go look that up, where we walk in the, so we, so for, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, uh, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity thought to the uh, obedience of Christ, which again, these uh, passages kind of point to or speak to the fact, as we were talking, talking about, that the mind has been the central battlefield and the mind is what is being attacked through all of these institutions of like the media, especially the media, but pop culture, television, the government. I mean, all of these and even in the churches, as you as you mentioned, also, all of these institutions are um, epitomizing or, or exemplifying, I should say, um, this idea of attacking the mind. Mm -hmm. And this is what Satan is using in our day and time. Yeah. Yeah. And those are excellent passages to to round things out because you're you're so right in, in what is taking place. And again, that's that's why we're here, folks, to discern the times. And, and we try to put these things in your mind so that you can be aware of what's going on and not be deceived. And I do think God has a, rem a remnant. I don't just think I know he ha he has a remnant out there that do see what is taking place. But I, I'm concerned about a lot, though, who are on the fringe, who may profess to be a Christian, but they're embracing things that the Bible clearly says is false, is, is clearly against God's word. And I have one last passage that I would like to share to, to close this out. It's in the book of John, chapter 18, verses 36 and 37. The text says, Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. So that right there, Doc, everyone who is of the truth hears the voice of the Lord. And what we're again are seeing throughout our world is that there are many people because they're in rebellion against God. They don't want to hear his voice. So therefore, they are not those who are arbiters or conveyors of the truth. So that's going to wrap it for Amen. this week. But uh, Doc, always good to talk with you and looking forward to opening the mics up with you once again next week. Amen. All right. And to our audience, thank you for tuning in with us. Please come back and join us again next week as we continue to discern the times by viewing life through the lens of the Bible. Until then, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Bless God's great nation of Israel and to the only wise God. Be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. 
Thank you for tuning in to Discerning the Times. Please come back and join us next week as we continue to encourage you to view current events through the lens of the Bible. Until next time, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, bless God's great nation of Israel, and seek first the kingdom of God. Discerning the Times is presented by Blessings to Israel.